I'm not saying the words I'm saying before. Yeah. I'm climbing a tree, baby. I've just fell over. Wow. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Right, let's let's get on with this. Uh, this is the Immaterial Gamers podcast. Hello, human beings of the internet, and this, my mum. This humans. Hi, mum. I don't know. There'll be there'll be probably a lot less humans after today. I'll give it. I'll give you that. <laughs> Hi, mum. I'm on the internet. Yeah. Hey. I'm waving uh, at a microphone. Why am I waving at a microphone? I miss Chisholm. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah. By the way, I'm as waving in game. Uh, hi, Mr. and Mrs. Hall. No, they don't listen. They don't no, know they... how to use a computer. Eh, well, they could, have, they could have something to do. Anyway, um, yeah, this is episode number 32. 32. What happened to, like, 26 what, onwards? 26 onwards? Oh, were you, were you not around? I don't know what the last number was, and I think I was in 27. Oh. The last one. Oh, episode 26 had a massive bender, and then, you know, just like fell, you know, as in a drink bender, you cheeky fox. Um, you know. I thought you were going as bender like bender from Futurama. What, from Futurama? Yeah. Well, it was that's more still... the dodgy look he got off me when he said it. Yeah. Jesus, man. Anyway, yeah, so, so it ended up like getting drunk, found in a ditch, and then woke up and found out it was 32. So, um, yeah, so. Why are you 32? this podcast oh i thought you were going to say you're 32 years old oh that's that's september um but anyway anyway i'm ryan i'm weary at this point <laughs> and, then I'm, I'm, uh, I, and i'm stefan and i feel like dancing and singing but i'm not allowed <laughs> and i'm martin and between me and steph we're the causes for his concern yeah yeah this is nice just get them to introduce each other now it's it's, it's great it works so um, yeah, how do we how are we going to do this? We're going to do it like the the usual way. Actually, we're going to discuss the games that we've been playing, uh, and you know, kind of, and then uh, we're going to go into the news. Just to give a heads up, though, it's going to be one big news topic and a lot of talk by people with well, let's just say no life experience in these sort of topics. Thankfully, but uh. Whereas I just thought me and Steph were going to go mental and you were going to try and control us. Uh, yeah, don't. Yeah, they, they laugh now, but it's, you know, it's going to be a little bit more serious to a point. See, what I'm but, expecting from this podcast is all we're going to hear is Ryan talk, and you'll never hear our bits. Uh, yeah, I might just just sort of cut out and just make it look like I'm talking to myself as a single opinion video. But um, until that point, we will move on with uh, what's been played. What's been played? So, Steph, I'll start with you. Yeah, um, what have you played? Uh, what have I played? Anthem! Anthem! Anthem. You want to go with Anthem? Uh, and Minecraft. I've also played Anthem. Okay, <laughs> one game. <laughs> Anthem, Anthem or Minecraft? Which one do you want? Um, neither. Neither? You want a third? Uh, I haven't got a third, so I'll have to have one of them. Um, I'll go with Anthem. Okay then, Anthem. So, you and I have been playing Anthem. Yeah, you and I. And, uh, For the likes we... of me that don't have a clue. Yeah. What is Anthem, Steph? Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're not wrong. To be fair, you're not wrong. Um, no, seriously, though, it's a, what, third-person shooter? Um, third-person shooter with basic mechs. I'd, well, it's Iron Man suits. Yeah. Javelins, as they call them. I forgot what they were called at that one point. Don't worry, I've got you back. I use a Colossus, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah the Colossus, the big beefy tank class. Also involved in the game are Storms, 
the mage class. So it casts little element spells and fires guns. The interceptor, the rogue class. Sneaky, agile, does like cheeky little melee bits and then runs and hits enemies as they go. And then my class, the the ranger. ranger. The um, shit shit for everything. Basically, do you want to just not have to worry about all the other stuff and just fire the gun? Then the ranger is your class. Wait, wouldn't the ranger just be like jack of all trades, master of none? Um, yeah, it is the balanced class. Yeah, if you want, if you want to say that. No, I'm going with master. Um, when I hear ranger, mm. I expect an archer of some sort. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, the the ranger's assault gear is sort of grenades and missile bits that can home in from afar. But mm. it's it's kind of the one that yeah, it doesn't have. It has medium health. It can work at all ranges. Its primary use is to fire guns and assault stuff. Can't say you've convinced me so far, boys. Well, I wasn't planning not... on convincing you, so. Not that it seems to have been convincing everyone anyway. We seem to be the few people who think that it's okay. See, I like the story behind it. With Destiny, it's because there's so much going on with Destiny, it's kind of lo- I've kind of lost the story in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. I mean, personally, I feel there's not enough in Anthem at launch. I know that the, they've already got the 90-day roadmap out at the moment. I have to admit, the story was pretty short. Is it the one that was released too soon, basically, so they don't know where they're taking it yet? No. Well, I must be thinking of something else. No, you're probably thinking about... To be fair, you're probably thinking about every other game on the market at that point. You're thinking about an early access team? Yeah, any That's any sort like of early access team. any game on Steam? No, this is this is the game that came out late yet early. That I know that doesn't make much sense, but you never do. It's no, the situation doesn't make no sense, you cheeky bastard. Um, yeah, that's cheeky um, bastard um, count to one. Um, no, it's the fact that uh, it's, it, 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 it was due out. I'm sure it was due out at some point last year. Got delayed to February this year, but then it got delayed to February this year, and you know, still had a pre-order period and stuff like that you know as all live services do these days because they're not games they're shells at which they'll eventually put some sort of gameplay in don't get me wrong i like the gameplay of anthem but there's just see i like the gameplay i don't like the fact you basically get penalized if you want to play on your own uh yeah there is that because that's that's the thing with anthem it's very keen on the be a squad of four people Gameplay. Yeah, the whole story it is just about you, individual. That that's that another thing that annoys me. me. Then, because you lot leave me alone on games. <laughs> Normally, uh. you play too much and get far ahead, too far ahead. Then we all just go, yeah, we can't be asked. You get, uh, what's the word? Invested. I mean, you know, I like to get invested in in a in a game as well, but you know. In case those of you listening can't tell, abandonment issues over here. Yeah, very. But um. Yeah. What so? What what happened with us at the end of this week then, Steph? Um, Would you say we, you know, story-wise? Oh, we completed the story. Yeah. Out of nowhere. But then I'm not sure if we completed the story or we're just sat there waiting for the next story to come out because the way this story ends. Mm, I'd and I'm say sorry, that thing at the end, by the way, looks like something from fucking Mass Effect. Yeah. I mean, it's Bioware. It would make sense. Uh, they're but, gonna um, try doing this all. It's all in the same universe. Yeah. Possibly. But, um, yeah. I mean, as far as I'd be concerned, I'd say, yeah, we did do the story. The credits rolled. We did the thing of skipping them, but the credits rolled. I still have issues on Thingy, you know, with the free play. 
Mm. When it drags you in into like, and then you sat there and it's going, it's cause there's a um, I forgot what it's called. Uh, That's what's useful. The bit, what's the bit called where you're watching like a little video of it and then it kind of either continues to start or ends? Uh, Cutscene. Yeah, you can join people within their cut screen, cut screen, and it, you won't be able to watch it. And then they finish the mission, and it's like, oh, that's nice. I came in to watch a loading screen. Yeah, there and then to be... my game seems to bugger out after that, and I have to reset the whole thing. Yeah, there seems there seems to be a bit of that, especially what I've had a problem with the free play stuff of, or the quick play, not the free play, uh, quick play of joining into a mission where someone has already fought the boss and it's put them into some weird separate instance. It's always when taking on the Ascari. It's like basically it's a bipedal well, tripedal mobile tank. I'm not of the yet. of the um I seem to go into a lot the of the um the tomb or the um the last the um Rage of Hat. That's the mm. ones I seem to join at right at the end and it's like I joined to watch the boss die. Yeah. Or I've joined us to watch them watch a video. Mm. Do you still get the achievement for it though and the, the like rewards off it? You um, get two items, and you basically get two achievements from it. One for completing it, and the other one for basically being there towards the end. Yeah, but generally in expeditions is what they call them, parties. Um, generally you have to have contributed to a minimum degree, which is basically find an enemy and have at least shot him. Mm. Otherwise, you gain no contribution. And the problem with uh, quick play is that you join any session regardless of progress so you could end up in a situation like i did where you end up facing an ascari except everyone's killed it already it's bugged out and you've got to wait five to ten minutes to get the the reward screen that then tells you you didn't do anything sounds like the type of game i'd make <laughs> yeah it's, <laughs> it's not no an intentional fun anymore game <laughs> yeah uh, quick aside on that the bioware are getting <laughs> flack again because of uh, releasing a patch that massively increased the drop rates of weapons, just to then bring out a patch that brought them back down, and they went and said, "Oops." So. Uh, and they're yeah, getting a lot of track anyway off the PlayStation launch. Oh, oh, the uh, <laughs> the the fact that Anthem was bricking consoles. Yeah. Meh. It's funny. So a lot of the time, the PlayStation is a brick. Yeah. And, and well. I own a PlayStation. But yeah. I think, we, I think we can come to the continuation of Anthem. It's still okay. Not the worst game I've ever played. No. Oh no. It's functional. It you know, like I say, I like the, I I like the combat. And it's like I like the whole concept of it, mm. but it needs more. And then they just go, yeah, we're not going to work on it anymore because we don't like it. It's like you bastard. Yeah. Oh, it'll have fallen below expectations. Yeah. But uh, oh yeah, there was there was a quicker another quicker side before we move on to what Martin's played. Um. Yeah. Seeing that walking into a our local Asda, and I, I posted on my own my own Twitter on this um, of the Asda video gaming section that is seemingly sponsored by EA. On the the side stands and the top stands only show EA games. The game of the week section. I'm sorry, Anthem would nowhere near be considered game of the week. You know yet. that's happening, game, right? Yeah, I get the feeling that. It's, I think EA is just paying for it. Um, we'll pay you this to put it on the top mark for it. They've done it before. Nothing's stopping from doing it again. Because to say that, because the Game of the Week section and the EA Games section contain the same stuff. <laughs> and then the charts See, curiously Tesco, seem to have like Anthem Tesco at the top of the charts. Tend to only mm. have like really weird, either really big launches, and yeah. that's all they'll have, or they'll have 
like things you've never heard about or things that you never knew actually came out. Mm. Yeah, obscure games or chart hitters. Yeah. Nothing in between. But, uh, yeah. See, obscure games isn't necessarily a bad thing because that's how we first got onto the Shimagami stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the first yeah, first odd game picked up was uh, Shimagami Lucifer's Call slash Nocturne, depending on region where you live. Yeah, I'd have picked that up just because it says Lucifer in the title. No, of course you would. We spent hours on that. Yeah. That was, that was a nice game. I, I still don't think we actually got close to the end at that point. I think I got the furthest being in some tower thing where I had to face three bosses at the same time and I just couldn't get past them. Yeah. But it locked me into a section so I couldn't even go back and farm. Oh, stagger saves. Something we learn now. But uh, yeah, stagger saves. That's a, that's an important bit. But um, But yeah, so with that aside, and we'll move on to... What Martin's been playing? So, mostly I've been playing Star Trek again, but I spoke about that last week, so anybody interested, feel free to go back for that one. Yeah, podcast uh, podcast 30. Podcast plug. Yeah, podcast 30, uh, episode titled My Body Is Not Ready. They're on YouTube and all other sites. And other sites may vary. Uh, yeah. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about Arena instead, Magic the Gathering Arena. Um, anybody that knows Magic knows there is a card game that basically is a forerunner to anything that you see wider spread such as the Pokemon games and the Yu-Gi-Oh games mm-hmm. uh, made by Wizards of the Coast yep. as quite a few of them are and effectively you've got different types of card as with most card games and it slowly seems to be taking over from the paper form. Yeah, so that seems to have gone the, the Hearthstone route with the way that they took over the World of Warcraft trading card game yeah. Only if Pokemon Trading Card Game could have done the same. See, I played that for a while, but nobody else bothered again, so abandonment issues reoccurring. Let's move on. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I'd like to point out I played the first one again. I never played the newer one. Yeah, the the problem with Pokemon Trading Card Game is it tried to have all its cake. It really did try to have its cake and eat it of the fact that it wasn't just a digital game. It was the fact that a lot of what you needed to do in the digital game was to buy the physical cards. And sort oh, of convert yeah, them yeah. over. Yeah, you had the code on the bottom. Yu-Gi-Oh did the exact same thing when you had the code on the bottom and you uh, used the code on to get the to get that card onto your deck. Yeah. Whereas with Arena, the only way that's sort of tying in with the paper form is when they bring out a new set. Mm. They have some promo codes in them. Yeah. To unlock a card or two within the set, mm. which normally is just an art variation of a card you can obtain normally. Yeah. Um, sort of exception was that was the recent one that they've done for Ravnica Allegiance, wasn't it? Where they actually gave you booster packs mm. for the promo code this time. Um, but yeah, so you, you've got your, your multiple card types anyway, and you play your usual type of first person to beat the other person's life down or make them run out of cards wins. Yep. Uh, in the paper form, you're looking at sort of 90 quid a, a box for the, the main boxes. And now in Arena, it's a similar price. Mm. However, not having that sort of money to blow out in one go, I've just been working through with patience, and it is very much, if you're willing to put the effort in, you don't have to pay into it. Mm. And I quite like that, because I don't like what most people refer to as pay-to-win gaming. Yeah, Effectively, it will speed you up, but it won't give you the win. You still need the knowledge of the game. And the ability to actually put a decent deck together. Yeah, because this is the way that they've still got. They still 
works the same as when sort of first tried it for the beta. Um, it still has the quest system in it, doesn't it? So it's like every day you'll get one different quest to get. With like, a Sunday giving you three new ones. Yeah, and sort of like and they give you like the gold, which is just the coins. So then to... buy the packs yourself rather than paying the pay for currency into it to buy them. Yeah, and then like every now and again they'll do like other activity style quests where you can win a deck. Um, I think that was just when you first starting out on an account though, mm. because now that I seem to have unlocked most of the color combinations, I don't see them anymore. Right, so it's more of a like a basically a, tu- a start on the color combos. Yeah, but um, the end of it is still still magic, really, though, isn't it? Yeah, um, which is a game that I got into quite a while ago, but then fell out of contact with it for a while, mm. and therefore couldn't afford the buy-in again. Yeah. Whereas with Arena, it was free to play from the start. Yeah. Um, we were actually part of the open beta. Mm-hmm. So we did get a little bit of a boost from that, but when they rolled it over into the main release, they basically wiped out everybody's progress and anybody that had helped with the beta got a couple of packs to start them off. Yeah. But then the same as everybody else, so there wasn't. it wasn't like you, you've paid in your time, so they'll give you <clears throat> a big boost. It was just, thank you for your contribution. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got some... He's, he'll... It's just a frog in my throat, it's yeah. fine. It's all good. Um, frogs are... Yeah. Yeah, the way that the way that we had it is that you could during the beta you could buy a starters pack, which was like five dollars, wasn't it? So it was something like, round there, it's yeah. about three pounds sixty, something like that. At the time, now it's probably you know five dollars. There's around one hundred and fifty-two pounds for us. You know, our, our market rates go. But um, the way that they worked on that was that even though they deleted all the progress of the cards that you earned in there, any gems that you spent, which is the pay currency. Um, was refunded to you at the beginning, so you could just start afresh from there anyway. So it wasn't it wasn't you are paying for the privilege to test this game. You know, it was somewhat a bit different there. Yeah, the only disappointment to me on that was within the main version, they didn't have the starter bit to repurchase. Right. So it was purely you were then going to use those gems on either the special events or buying cards, mm-hmm. rather than buying a pack that give you a bunch. To start off, yeah, but yeah, <clears throat> still, still going. How are the tournaments going on that these days? Uh, the mostly still the the similar buy-ins, which is like five thousand coins, which you can make in maybe a week, mm-hmm. or a buy-in of gems around the five hundred mark, which I don't really know how many you get because I've never really looked at it properly. But it was usually um, something like a ten pound buy-in for the bottom set. Mm-hmm. So that yeah, I would imagine that that covers you buying for at least one of them. Yeah. Um, and then they usually work on the idea of you players up to five wins or up to two or three losses, whichever comes first. Yeah. Um, and they seem to be running through in the same style. It's just the variation of tournament can change. Mm-hmm. So the allegiance, I think, was the latest set out. So that's the one that's driven for the most part. But then occasionally they'll throw in a previous sets tournament for a bit, mm-hmm. and then occasionally they do the special, like weekly or fortnightly ones where it's a little bit different. So that like, in one variation, every time you play a creature card, it dealt its damage to an opponent's creature card before it even did anything else. Mm. 
whereas normally the opponent would have to choose to block with it for it to deal damage to that thing. Yeah. So it made it very much based around big beefy creatures rather than strategy. Mm. So that was that one for a bit. And then they have the something that the experienced players might be aware of, the Molnir ah, yes. um, deck, which is basically there's a trigger going on throughout the game where you sacrifice a card from your hand to play a random creature. From magic. From anywhere within magic, which Arena does limit it to the most recent two sets. Mm. Whereas uh, Wizards' main magic online does have everything. Yeah. Comparing the two, though, I very much lean to Arena because online was very much buy-in, by the packs. Oh, and by the way, we're sticking time limits on you so you can't relax. Yeah, while while they do have time limits in Arena, it's a bit more... You've actually got time to think about it, whereas mm. on online it was very much you've got about 20 seconds to think about it and play. Yeah. Which was just a bit too fast-paced for me. Mm. But, yeah, I'd, I'd say I'd say give a check out. Just to go on that as well, 750 gems was around $5 US, which again is about 350 360 as I say, last time I looked was quite a while ago, maybe even still have been in beta at the time. Mm. So that's potentially where the difference of numbers come there. Yeah. But then, like we say, the, the tournaments are ranging from about 500 to 1,000, I think it is. Yeah. It... So you would need, for the lower tournaments, you'd get sort of three per pack, per two packs of that. Mm. Whereas for the higher ones, you'd need a higher pack. Yeah, it was, it was always dependent on what the type of event was, whether it was like a, just a constructed event or whether it was a draft or summit more or less. With, so. with constructed events, you take in your pre-built, pre-made deck, mm. whereas with drafts, you get the cards out of it at the end, so they're trying to sort of tally the price of the event to the card equip, um To the card amount that you would yeah. get. We wouldn't necessarily say the card value because... Like all trading card games, more cards are valuable than others, so... And I would say more so within Arena, because you're not getting physical copies of them at any point. Yeah. They should have no physical value. Mm-hmm. But, um, well, that's that's why the events are based on card amounts, rather than yeah. rather than that, really. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, so that's that's Magic Arena. Give that a try. Um, we'll see, see where we go from there. So, me, very quick one, to be honest, before we move on to this uh, news bit. I've been playing Worms. Oh, I forgot about Worms. Yeah, yeah. You've also been playing Worms. Um, you know, you've as been we did on different Worms. Though I saw you yesterday and I tried watching, but no one accepted. Yeah, well, I don't have my overlay. So uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So we we played Worms Revolution for our new play session trilogy. First one went out on uh, last Friday, and uh, we'll get the the other two out in the next two weeks. Last Friday, I say last Saturday. Oh, right, get that right. Um, but yeah, so we were playing Revolution. Uh, we, uh, well, I and and D and Matt, we were playing uh, Worms WMD over the weekend. Uh, I kind of like it in its in its own way. I mean, let's be fair. Worms over the series of games is Worms. It's a strategy game, turn-based. You and a team of four Worms try to take out your opposing teams of four Worms with normal to absolutely stupendous weaponry you know from stuff like yeah yeah like you know stuff from bazookas and grenades to the banana bombs the super sheep armageddon um yeah the grandma the angry clay donkey uh you know so that killed you pretty well though yeah it did it did kill me pretty well 
A lot of By stuff accident. killed me pretty well. <laughs> but I killed, killed me. Well. I killed me pretty well. Yeah, I killed um, everyone pretty well. But uh, yeah, the 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 so the, in the in the way that they did have their different ways of doing stuff. Revolution um, changed the way worm types were. So you could have your normal soldiers, which is just every other worm in a game, but they had extra stuff like scientists, ones that could craft better, uh, heavies, which couldn't mobilise on the battlefield, but had a lot more health, and scouts, which were faster, but uh, you know easy to knock off the map. But already dead. Pretty much at that point. You mm. you going with a scout team, you're, you are already dead. I haven't played worms since the PS1 was knocking around. Yeah. Oh god, the original worms too. Or Worms and Worms 2, Worms World Party, or as that became before the service got shut down, Worms Ninja Rope Race. Wasn't the um, Worms Ninja, not what Ninja, um, Worms Modern Warfare or some shit like that? There's something like that. Worms Warfare, I'm sure that's what it was called. I think that might be the one I had. Yeah, the 3D ones. I remember playing that. No, no, the 3D ones are horrible. Nice to see you censored yourself there. Yeah, the 3D ones are... Horrible. There we go. Thank you. Um, Why? What did I do? You cut off. Oh. But uh, I thought you were swearing and had cut yourself off. <laughs> oh, yeah, they, they are beep 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 beep. But yeah, yeah, but, yeah this this is a child. Actually, no. For the subject, this is this is not. I, I'm it's not. No. I, I, no. We've always gone the idea. Are we family friendly? No. Enjoy the time. But we're not. We're not sensationalists. We're not. You know. Outrage culture inducing people. There you are. Not on the podcast. No, anyway. Just um, in life. <laughs> just just general work on the idea of swearing might slip through and occasionally we'll have a more adult controversial subject. On the bone stuff, like the first episode of Play Session. Don't think we're ever gonna be able to discuss half the names of them worms again. But um but yeah. So, you know, the the games even went towards like golf and uh, a puzzle bobble style game called Worms Blast. But WMD's unique selling point is vehicles. So, yeah, you like can it. have, you know, you get uh, tanks and helicopters and uh, my favourite one, the drill boat, which is basically a, a larger blowtorch. Do I have to suspend my disbelief, though, when the tank runs over a worm and just pushes it back? Or does it go splat? Um... You have to suspend your disbelief quite a lot because the vehicles themselves don't injure the worms. Just what? moving over a worm doesn't Bull. cause it to get hurt. Yeah, I'm in agreement with Steph here. If a worm was under a tank, it goes splat. Yeah, that is true. It doesn't cause any damage. If you hit it with a weapon, like the tank's six-shooting shell launcher, yes. Yes, Wait, it would Wait, is hurt. that the one where you can get mech suits and that for the worm? Yeah. Yeah, you get oh, the mech, I've which can just punch I've people. Vi- I've seen videos for this, and I've seen the um, trailer for it. I never played it. Yeah. No, no, enough talking about it. I'm still hung up on the fact that they don't go splat. Anyway, they don't go splat, but there are various other ways to make them go splat. No, Always. if you're blowing them up, they're going boom. It doesn't matter. The, the fact is that they've, they've also improved the crafting system on it as well. Hey, Steph. Boom. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Anyway, boom. Uh, somebody didn't get the reference. Nope. Nope. I got it. I wasn't paying much attention, to be honest. Boom. Yes, boom. Yes, boom. Madagascar. The Penguins. The best characters in that damn film franchise. Fight me. Anyway, um... Right, yeah, coming the, over. Yeah, whatever. But, um, yeah, after the... They've got the crafting as well, so... 
Um, they've improved that a little bit. You can now make variants on weapons. So instead of the holy hand grenade, you can now cast the or throw the holy mine grenade, which you know just causes mines to go everywhere. Instead of the old lady, you can have the agile old lady. Um, can you fuse the old lady with a super sheep and become no, super no, old lady? You, no, but you can make a barbecue sheep. That so when it explodes, it's basically napalm. And same with uh, the holy hand grenade. You can also turn it into the shocking turkey surprise. Which there was no turkey. Oh no, the turkey just turns out to be a present that explodes in napalm. But um, yeah, it's it's still worms. You know, it's still you know shooting people, getting shot, making ridiculous mistakes with holy hand grenades, and you know them bouncing off a slight bit of terrain and heading back straight on your head. You know, ah uh, yeah, that's fine. You know, or doing what I did last night. You know, you know, three play game between me, Matt, and D, and uh, throwing banana bomb. And it just bouncing straight back from halfway across the map. Turns out banana bombs are quite um, bouncy. A lot in every version of uh, yeah. Finger. But uh, yeah, it's probably still play more of that. Probably get beat. Or probably probably win by hiding in the top corner of the map. In a cavern where no one can airstrike. Hint, hint, you know where he is now. Well, they knew where I was last time and it didn't stop him because I came out victorious. But um, yeah, so... I believe it when I see it. Uh, next week's video. <laughs> Spoilers. Anyway, um, you know you can you just have to wait to see how I got to that point. However, that brings what's been played to a close, and we move on to news time. News time. With our one piece of news, and it's the one that you know there's there's been stuff about. Oh, here's some video games getting released. Here's some hype trailers. You know. Bethesda will have probably done a thing. They haven't done a thing. The counter is safe. But what we're looking at this week is something a little bit more controversial, discussion worthy. We'll talk about it, Steph. Baby, don't. No, sing you, you it, told but... me I'm not allowed to do that anymore. I'm not doing it. No, no. Yeah, see when push goes to shove. But um, yeah. So wait, wait, wait. are you daring me? No. Don't give in to peer pressure. Anyway, not peer pressure. It's Ryan. Not Stop. Pair. Nor are you. Anyway, oh, I'm a we move on. No, you didn't. You didn't say peer pressure. No, he said peer. I'm not a peer. Yeah. I'm a person. Anyhow. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> right. Let's move on to this. We'll start first with the story, and then we'll start some questions. We'll actually try and discuss this. Like maybe you should start with the name. Close to to uh, stop. We'll start like close to human beings while discussing this. Just to know, we are an opinionated group of people. If you don't like what we say, discuss it like an opinionated person. Don't go crazy. Go don't crazy. go all outragey. Go outrage No. Dare them. No. Do it. Just do it on your own time. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't. Opinions get of individuals involved. are not the shared opinion of in, of immaterial gamers. However, we'll talk about games. This is a story about a game all called about how Rape my Day. Life got flipped no. Down. Stop. No hijacking. Because I'm going to go through, I'm going to talk about the facts, and then we'll start asking the questions like, you know, like we do. So, yeah, the game was called Rape Day. It appeared on Steam's lists around two weeks ago. And is a, oh, it was a very nice description of a game. Uh, you are in a zombie apocalypse, and you are a serial killer, and it is your job to go around and commit acts of rape and murder against as many women as possible. See, this is where I think they've gone wrong. Anyway, we'll get to that a little bit later. Be able to rape and kill anyone you want. Yeah, we'll get to that later. But, yeah, 
it came out, well, it got announced. It never came out. It was due to go on the Steam store later in March. Due out in April. April. Ah, there we go. March, April. So it had probably started appearing for pre-purchases. Yeah, as sort of a listed game around yeah. sort of middle of this month. But um, With yeah. no content, as discussed earlier. Yeah. So we had the content on this. This is basically a game where the idea was to outrage people by giving the the gameplay benefits of, yes, you can go and perform acts of rape, necrophilia, sexual assault, and murder against against women in this case. Now, it got brought up all on the news sites and people's Twitter accounts and stuff like that. Social media blew up with this uh, whole idea of, yeah, this is an abhorrent game. It's a, you know, this is bad. It's glorifying rape and sexual assault. It needs of to women. go off steam now. Yeah, of women. That's uh, an opinion that the, the Mike's got, and he'll talk about that a little bit later. But, um, yeah, this week it got pulled off steam by Valve, and they brought out a little blog post to explain uh, why it was getting taken off the system, but not explain how it got on the system in the first place. But again, that's something we'll discuss. Uh, past that point in the UK, it's been brought up in Parliament as uh, an option that basically we can't control. <laughs> we can't control our own storefronts, so the government need to look into ways of making sure this doesn't happen again in future. And as the case of all government seems to go, it'll go in the inevitably heavy-handed, misses-the-point way that yeah. seems to happen. Are we going to get to vote for this one and um, I'll regret it at the end? Uh, well, you know, oh, in the way that we just did, yeah, get a referendum out, <laughs> we'll be told half the information. Once we've all voted, then we go, well, actually, this is the rest of the story. Yeah. No, no, probably probably not. But, you know, we as as gamers, we, we can't make our own informed choices anymore. So the first... The first question I want to actually bring upon this is, do you reckon Steam actually, I know this is going to sound weird, does Steam have the right to remove the games from the marketplace purely based on outrage? It's not necessarily done on outrage though, is it? It's corporate heads believing that it will have such an impact on their company brand Mm -hmm. that it could be great losses to them. That are lawsuits. Yeah, that's fair. It's fair, especially with with what comes up with what came up with Valve's, um, you know, reasoning that they did it. I'm just going to go over quickly, go over the statement that they gave um, on the blog as I'm reading this from the GameSpot article that was on there. So, as it was said in their blog, they said over the past week you may have heard about a game called Rape Day coming soon to Steam. Today we've decided not to distribute this game on Steam, given our previous communication around who gets to be on the Steam store, which is a separate blog post. Uh, we think this uh, decision wants for, warrants further explanation. Well, that's good. That's nice to see that Valve are actually giving us explanations of stuff rather than being hands-off. A lot of a lot of the problems that have come up with Valve games so far is that their curation is non-existent. Poor quality games and games of questionable content end up on the front page so quickly and so easily that, you know, stuff like this, I'm surprised stuff like this didn't happen more often but you know that's that's one thing so they, they continue much of our policy around what we distribute is and must be reactionary we simply have to wait and see what comes to us via steam direct which is their curation system that took over from green uh, steam Greenlight. secret that didn't work 
we then have to make a judgment call about any risk it puts to Valve, our developer partners, or our customers, which is exactly what Martin was saying before. Corporate heads have realised that it could basically screw them over, and then they put the and our customers bit on the end to make it think that they sound like they're looking after us. Yeah. As potential consumers rather than just themselves as the business that would take the hit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, after significant fact-finding and discussion, uh, we Between think... Between two corporate bigwigs. Probably. Uh, we think Rape Day poses unknown costs and risks and therefore won't be on Steam. Uh, we dis- uh, They continue, We respect developers' desire to express themselves, and the purpose of Steam is to help developers find an audience. But this developer has chosen content matter and a way of representing it that makes it very difficult for us to help them do that. Now, the previous blog post that they said of um, what who gets to be on the Steam store was the most hands-off thing that has ever been said by a company, really. They say, we will allow any game on Steam provided it is not obvious trolling slash broken. Yeah, every now, game on Steam is broken. Yeah, now that makes it a sort of a very safe harbory way of saying, we won't touch content, people want to have different content, people want to do, to do stuff like that. I think adult games have their own market because this oh yeah the adult games be... on steam actually have their own thing yeah um and they've they've had stuff in it like this in the past with visual novels uh all being taken down off steam because of the fact that they were visual novels and a lot of them have what's classed as sexual content basically anime titties wow. that might actually be coinciding with japan's change of laws I was actually watching something on the telly the other day about it and they're trying to bring through a complete stop of the cutesy... Yeah. Oh, they're trying to get rid of the... In Japan. They're trying to get rid of the schoolgirl thing, aren't they? They've, they've already put most of that in place, um, which, uh, with what I was watching about it the other day, how they've basically done that is printed all over the front of all this cutesy, half-naked children in uniform... It says people within this are over eighteen. Mm. Doesn't change the fact they look about six. Yeah, the <laughs> what do they call it? The kawaii culture, yeah. basically, sort of underage-looking stuff. With coming through that, they were talking to a member of the Japanese police force that runs that section, mm-hmm. and he was quite proud of the fact within the last year of it being filmed, they'd brought forty odd cases. Yeah, through the courts. And the person that was running the show basically turned around and said, we do that in less than a month, what do you think you're playing at? Mm. And his response to it was, well, we're still a work in progress. So potentially as part of that work in progress, it's starting to spread out a little bit now. And therefore all that content that was originally from there is no longer allowed to be published, so it has had to be pulled. Yeah, and... Yeah, no, it makes it makes sense. And going on that idea with the with the adult games, one of the other articles that was on there was a PC gamer one. Um, referenced um, this is before they talk about the government actions. They reference a interview that they did with an adult gaming website uh, called uh, Nutaku, and you know a lot of them, you know a lot of them are on there. Uh, you know, there's a lot of adult games on there, some of them are to the bone in terms of the sexual content that's on there. But when when a game that is or when a site that is specifically marketing to these weird sort of games I say weird, to each person's fetish is their own thing, really. But when they say there's a line to be drawn surely that content shouldn't be there. 
But as I'll flip the sort of the question before, did Steam have the right to remove it? Well, yeah, of course they did. Do we, as the consumers, have the right to continue to lash out and and basically harangue, cust- uh, you know, other customers, content creators, and businesses until they turn over? My answer to that would be no. However, with the internet, there is no way to stop something completely. Mm-hmm. So, what is the point in going overboard trying to do so? Yeah. I mean, See, I, I kind of feel like if day day rape came out on an adult action, an adult only gaming thing, it probably mm-hmm. wouldn't have made much of a fuss. The fact that it was on Steam, I think it's all why the fuss is. Yeah, that would that would make sense. Um, taking into this into other games, anyone you know. can access Steam. Your kids could activate, get on Steam. They could easily find it and just go. This is my birthday. Well, yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, yeah. That comes up a Steam front page is viewable for everyone. You know, some the descriptions of games and images are in there are usually locked behind age gates. But that would have been on the front page had that carried on as a popular and trending game because some algorithm would have done it. A lot of that is a self-perpetuating, uh, you know, a self-fulfilling prophecy because of the fact that this new story will have come out hearing, you know, about this controversial game, people would have then looked into it and that then goes up the steam listings mm. to generate interest. To, yeah, as you know, it's, it's it's wrong in its own way. And you know, it's not like the other thing on that is not like we're saying that anything with sensitive subjects can't be viewable on steam. I mean, take into into account of Rockstar's track record of their games. Grand Theft Auto, particularly Grand Theft Auto 3 and Manhunt. They got big they made big waves during the time because of um, you know bits where you could, as a random event, you could get a prostitute in your car, take them to the woods. The character would have sex, they'd lose the money, and then people could then use then their character just shoot dead the prostitute, get all the money back and more. And people that called that GTA. you know glorifying murder of prostitutes at that point, which I, it wasn't glorifying it, and it certainly wasn't. Point based though, if you'll have noticed, Grand Theft Auto games after Grand Theft Auto Three don't have a point meter anymore. Mm. It's just just uh, just uh, coins, uh, coins, money. But you know this this outrage stuff has happened before. There was a um, it was a game called Hatred, and that was a, a a game where you were a serial you were about to cause a uh, as much damage to your local town as possible, shooting up everything and then dying. You know, murder by a cop. People had a go at that because it was glorifying mass shootings. I mean, it wasn't. It was the just. The thing to remember at all these points, though, mm. is if somebody cannot differentiate between the game and real life, that is on the individual, not the games mm. industry. Absolutely, that's 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 a definite thing. I did this as a I did this as an IT project in in college uh, about you know psychological. Aspects of, of stuff. It wasn't great. It was you know, just normal college A levely stuff. But yeah, this sort of idea of this apparent case of people being influenced so much that they they would have you know they would have gone out and killed someone with a blue plastic bag just like Manhunt. But realistically, on the flip side, somebody who's never played the game or knows about the game could still have tried to kill someone with a blue plastic bag. Exactly. And but they would have somehow got it? the blame from that, though. Yeah. So how is it the game's fault that somebody chose to do that? 
Yeah. I mean, the, the other argument on that, and it can, I can see where they're coming from, that I may not necessarily agree with it, is, you know, they go, you know, it's when, when I could come back and say, well, media provides all this. There are Hollywood movies where rape is used, and it's uncomfortable. There's TV, books, you know, other, other sort of stuff like that. Songs, talk about it. Um, but uh, I guess the thing that makes that different is that gaming is the interactive medium. But then that, that then apparently comes in with the other point of, well, because it's the interactive medium, you're doing it and you must enjoy it at that point, otherwise you would have stopped playing. N- not really. Not really. Someone made a point of um, playing Grand Theft Auto V and the torture mission and then, then saying that, you know, they want to stop. They would have wanted to stop the game, but then that meant they wouldn't have been able to play the rest of the game. So they, they got through it with the minimum amount of damage possible. And there's also, I'm not necessarily saying in this case there would be, mm. but there's also other reasons to play games. Yeah. As a general rule, I don't like football games. I mm. don't like shooting games. Yeah. We spent years, twice a week for hours at a time, playing Red Faction, which is a shooting game. Yep. And playing FIFA Street. Yeah. Which is a football game. Because they had slight variations on it that made it fun for me. And then on the other side of it, you've got some shooting games that I would play because the other people I play games with play them. Hmm. I may be potentially crap at it and not enjoy it too much, but if it's the difference between having some company while playing and not, Hmm. then occasionally I would. Yeah. Therefore, you can't just say you play that game because you enjoy it. Hmm. Yeah. No, exactly, and that's... That's the thing. We're not. That's the thing. I've played Grand Theft Auto. That doesn't make me a psychopath who wants to go out and rob a bank and kill as many people as possible while chasing from the cops, going ha ha ha, fuck you. I thought we were planning this. Uh, no. no and f- on you the were. flip side, playing the game doesn't make you do that. Being a psychopath does. Yeah. Exactly. So you know, as we continue on that, we I move just got on. him to admit he's a psychopath. Yep. <laughs> High functioning sociopath. Thank you very much. Um. Anyway, yeah, so to carry on, this ended up as, as big as media news now because of the fact it got brought up in UK government during, uh, you know, one of the normal House of Commons sessions. A Scottish MP uh, turned around and, you know, asked, how is Valve able to get away with this kind of stupidity? So this was on the gamesindustry.biz. Warning, government sponsor, uh, censorship here. Yeah, this brings up to it brings up to another question that I'm gonna about to ask in a minute. But yeah, so it was a SMP uh, MP Hannah Bardell described it as utterly abhorrent material, according to GamesIndustry.biz, and uh, said the government must commit to getting round the table and sorting this issue out for good. Um, she continues that the content of the game is utterly perverted. It's time for the UK government to undertake a full review into how tech companies and gaming platforms, specifically Steam, are able to get away with this kind of stupidity. Now, you know, this soon big red stop sign. Yeah, but the I mean, the thing that we've got on this as well is the same MP was going around stating that it was good on Valve to remove the game. Okay, technically, I can see where you come in. I mean. You know, there's the the other opinion of that, which is, if a game is crap and you don't like its content, you don't buy it. You yeah. show that you're not interested. If people enough people show they're not interested, it bombs like the failure it was destined to be. But yeah, there's the 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 government censorship route of just 
removing anything that people are unhappy talking about. This could then end up being a problem with other games. Don't you then have the issue of if the government then starts talking about it and then starts banning it and shit like that, it's just going to make other people, especially younger people, want to play it? Yeah, people will search for yeah, stuff. People will search They'll for find it. a way around it. But um, goes back to the old don't press the big red button. Yeah, you don't want to do it, don't do it. You know, if someone wants to do it, they can they can do it. Don't call them out on it. Just know that they've done it. But the 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 thing on that is, you can do you can go through subject matter without wrapping people up in cotton wool, closing your ears and going la 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 la, not listening, not listening. There are games that have dealt with. With, with issues, you know, quite well. One example that I would go on that would be um, so, uh, Hellblade, Swenya's Sacrifice. That dealt with the idea of psychosis very, very well. In, in the, they used it as part of the gameplay, so your main character was always hearing voices, and you would always put, you'd put headphones on which have directional sound, so you'd hear where this was all coming from through the entire game. And that reflected the psychosis that Sawenya had in in the game. It took into account that the the makers of that uh, Ninja Theory went and actually spoke to medical professionals to confirm what that was about. And in the end, it wasn't glorifying, uh, you know, it wasn't glorifying, you know, mental illness. It was trying to find a way of, you know, doing it, you know, doing it justice and just using that as part of the gameplay. You know, there'd be ways where you know, sort of sexual assault rate could be used as part of the game, but as a way to, you know, strive someone to take that on. Um, but I guess with 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 some games, they can be a bit heavy-handed. Uh, Detroit Becoming Human had a pretty awful domestic abuse scenario in there for you to constantly go through to find the correct option over and over again. So just whilst we're in and around the topic, mm-hmm. I haven't read a great deal into it, so I don't know if there is something out there. But we haven't got anything that I've seen so far from the game maker themselves. Mm. Oh, all I know what they've said is they will still be releasing this. uh, Yeah, that's basically what I saw. But what I'm thinking is, I'm not saying that they've gone about it in the right way. Is it just a piss poor way of them trying to bring attention to it? Mm. Eh, I mean, it is is possible. People, I can't say the word. I can't even say it. I'm going to stop. People's (laughs) politics, by any chance? No, um. Political? No, it's like free advertisement. Promotional. Yeah, there we go, promotional. (laughs) Don't worry, I'll I'll, I'll get there with you on that one. Don't worry about it. But, um, yeah, no, I can see what you mean. It's like free advertising, it's a promotional subject at that point. If nothing else, it's made everybody talk about it. Mm. True. Yeah. And then when, and if kids are still hearing it, they'll also have to be told about their parents. Why is that on about date rape? Yeah, so I mean, we're we're you know, we're talking about it right about now. It. So you, you've got that, and we touched earlier, and then moved quickly away from it. Mm. My other opinion on yeah. everything around this. Now, let me make clear before I say this: I am by no means saying it is right in any form. Mm-hmm. Everything you see against it right now is focusing on the fact that it's abusive to women. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Nothing is saying this abuse is wrong it is all saying this abuse of women is wrong yeah this i mean that is the yeah i can see where you're coming with that opinion i mean it is a is a touchy thing i mean certainly we don't want to be saying at any point you know look you know 
women need to 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 you know to to know that this is wrong and you know why why we're looking at only sort of only women on that but yeah we've got to go on to this i mentioned very touchingly about about domestic abuse some of the we you know that's coming out especially with the rise of social media is that it affects everyone you know there are you know it's getting to a point where there's an increasing amount of domestic abuse against men to domestic abuse caused by men in the same way you men know get raped yeah men men get raped and you know and if you have a stance that rape is wrong then you have a stance that rape is wrong yeah. not that rape of women is wrong yeah i'm certainly yeah to to go on yeah <laughs> and that's that's the sort of stance that i am that i'm on on that it's Sexual either s- overall wrong or it's not yeah. There is no middle ground where it's only wrong for some, no. and others it's not so wrong or it's all right. Yeah, I mean, I have my you know, my my opinions on that, and yeah, definitely, rape with most is, people, is, that is wrong. Is the the old fashioned mm. way of looking at it, where a lot of people used to believe men can't be raped. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, I guess there is that on that. Yeah, that men can't be raped, women can't be rapists, uh, men can't be beaten up by their significant others. And, and so on, yeah. Because it, they're the shy little female in the corner. Mm. No. Yeah. Certainly we don't want to be wrapping, you know, we don't want to be putting sort of people on a pedestal and going, this is the sacred person, nothing shall ever go wrong with that. No. It is, it is, I'll give it this, you know, there's still things that come up. It is wrong for a man to hit a woman. It's wrong for a woman to stab a man. I would do to take it back even further than that. It is wrong for a man to hit a woman. It is so wrong for a woman, woman to hit a man. man. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it doesn't it's bad matter if there's anything else involved. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's wrong for a woman to hit a woman, or a man to hit a man. Yeah. And that's something that me and Ryan were talking about earlier about general equality. Mm. It doesn't come down to is it somebody of a different background, a different sex, a different orientation, any of that. It comes down to is it right or wrong. Yeah. I mean that yeah that goes back to sort of the question that I asked uh, or sort of a, another question there which was you know yeah should should something be taken down purely because it has caused outrage no it should be taken down because it's wrong yeah that's 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 the that's the thing and you know the games industry and games media have had a issue in the past you know regarding ethics and stuff like that yeah I've mentioned that word I don't want to really want to mention it again but there were extremists. I don't want to say there were extremists on both sides. I mean, there were. But, you know, there were people trying to have a decent discussion and it got hijacked by abusive people on one side and outrage culture on the other. And I'm, just to, to, to give a very quick thing on this, I'm not for book burning. History needs to have its dark points, it needs to have its iffy moments, it needs to have the uncomfortable stories because how are we supposed to learn if no one knew that existed in the first place? And also on a a slightly, if you'll excuse the slight pun here lighter note Mm. how are we supposed to know about the light times if we don't know about the dark? Yeah. The the issue you have with there is the people that made the history book because history history books are written by the winner yeah, Victor's Law. Yeah. History is always written by the winners. But still, on that idea, I mean, you know, we look at, you know, we look at sort of games publishers and the fact that, you know, everything 
everything... No, we'll take it into movies. I know it's tangential from gaming, but still, it's entertainment media. Bohemian Rhapsody. We'll go on the idea that the director of that has been accused of underage acts. It's, you know, it's bad. Outrage culture, though, dictates that not only is the director at fault, but every single person involved with that project is also at fault because they didn't stop him from doing the despicable act, whether they knew about it or not. And that led to Oscar season coming along, where people were launching attacks at the lead actor of the film, Remy Malek, for being there, for being part of the movie that was directed by, you know, let's come out of it, the suspected (laughs) paedophile. And that's happening everywhere, and it's specifically happening in games at the moment. Coupled with the idea, if anyone makes if anyone makes a mistake, it's there for everyone to see, and it all just you know disappears, and someone must be written out of history. And this is going to happen that this this game is going to get taken out, it's going to be it's going to be burnt, it's going to be dropped, and you know no one is going to learn from this until the next game that causes outrage comes out, and we delete that as well. Links back to similar things like the celebrity culture of late. Mm. Um, the likes of the Jimmy Savile story and the Michael Jackson stories. Yeah. Oh, yeah Michael, that whole Michael Jackson story is coming up again, isn't it? Because yeah. someone's, um, after so many years of him being dead, have turned around and said he did it to me. Yeah. Now, effectively, I'm not by any means condoning what either of them have or potentially have done. But on the flip side of that, you can't change the fact that Michael Jackson was, of his age, one of the best musicians of the time. Mm-hmm. Mm. You can't change the fact that Jimmy Savile did a lot of good for a lot of people. Yeah, That isn't changed by the fact of what they've done, but you can't talk about the good points because the bad points are there. Yeah. And, yeah, that's the thing. We are not apologists on that idea. They did wrong. We know they did wrong. It doesn't change the fact they also did good. Mm. You know, sure. We are going to, you know, we are going to hate them for ruining our childhoods because of the fact they did that. But they still did. And this, we're going to end up in a problem in the games industry now where say something wrong to one person and you will get crucified for eternity. And this, this, this utopian world of looking for, you know, the, the paragons of virtue leading the system where everything is all family friendly cotton wool stale entertainment is there we you know we can't of course i'm you know we shouldn't have games where it is entertainment to 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 rape someone and kill them we can have a story that can look at sexual abuse and assault in a way that makes you know makes the player think so yeah, and and what Rape Day should come out is is a game that's, you know, I, yeah, I can understand it can be removed, but I wouldn't have been interested in it. I would have voted where my money is and not given it a second thought. And I think we're just sort of, like, on that idea. And we're coming up to, well, about an hour, really, of talking about this. And it's gone a lot darker. Well, it went a lot more serious than I thought it was going to. But it's something a little bit different. So anyway, if you, we can be adults when we want to be. Yeah, we yeah, we can be. Key of little faith. Yeah. Well, 
just uh, just about had it there. But uh, yeah, so that was a, a bit more of a discussion. If you know, if you've got anything you want to say about it, drop a drop a comment in. Um, hopefully, we haven't offended too many people. Hopefully, we haven't sided with too many people. We just wanted to try and get some balanced-ish discussion out there in a, in a different sort of way. So if you do want to hear more of this. Uh, do that likey, sharey, subscribe thing with the bell, and sort of big, deep discussion like this may happen a bit further on. Or we may just do weird news where we take the piss out of Blizzard and Bethesda again. Who knows? It depends what comes up over a week. But um, yeah, check out the check out the podcast feed, check out the other videos. Um, just as a quick wrap up on this as well. Series that are still going. We've still got role-playing Nightmare games. We've got play session that's come back. Uh, the podcast, obviously, we're here, still going. Um, as an announcement, Stevens bringing back the General's War Table. So okay. there'll be now f- there'll be there'll be four videos a week. He'll be going for XCOM two this time. So he's not gone grand strategy, but he's going punishing strategy instead. So uh, that'll be that'll be interesting and. Um, in the talks of, I've sent a uncut, an edited but not episode cut series of Monster Prom out to, to Duncan. When he has a look at that, we'll see where we go. And that should be coming up in, I'd say, probably get that sorted within the next week. So, yeah. But uh, until that point, we'll try and we'll make it. We'll try and make it a little bit more light-hearted next week. Maybe just talk about. Bunnies, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Yeah, well, I yeah. Like or, we that. Could, or we could just go. Yeah, we could just go all seventies and just you know, turn it that way. But um, yeah. Thank you, Steph, and thank you, Martin. Yeah. And uh, until that, uh, until next time, please don't kill each other. Why not? And and please don't crucify each other on the internet unless you've done a really, really unforgivable bad thing. Ryan left the toilet seat up again. All the bad things. All the good things. And the bad things. I'm not getting really happy in a good boy, aren't you? Yeah, wow. Wow, we got him sorted. Alright, have a good one, guys. We'll see you next week. Hey, Steph, let's talk about. No! Bye! <laughs>